You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. And I am your host, Casey Corbin. And thank you for joining us today on the show. And what a show we've got for you folks. Holy smokes. Sometimes things don't go the way they seem. And sometimes uh, it turns out uh, all right and ice cream. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know what I'm doing, but hey. Um, we've been chasing this guest for a couple weeks and we haven't got him. We thought we were getting him this week. We announced him last week and he, we still haven't got him, but we're going to record with him, I believe on this Sunday. So next week will be who we announced last week. And if you can't remember who it was or didn't listen last week, well then disregard all this announcement. But with that said, uh, next week we will get what we want. But in the meantime and in between time, uh, I put out a few phone calls to some friends and uh, hopefully uh, one of my friends will call while I'm doing the show and then we can have a better show. But if not, it might just be me. And that's like all the roses without the guns, baby. Or maybe it's all the guns without the roses. But either way. Uh, it's going to be a good time today, folks. So thank you for uh, joining us on the podcast. And uh, before we get to the show, you know what you've got to do. You got to get out there on the computer. You got to get on the social media and you got to uh, rate, review, subscribe. If you're on iTunes, do that. Give us a five star rating, favorable review. And you know what happens? Yeah. Bam. We get your postcard. You uh, let us know the review happened. Give us your address. We'll mail a postcard out to you. Postcard from the 80s. Imagine that, from the 80s. How old were you in the 80s? Were you alive in the 80s? Who knows? Do you even know what postcards are? Well, they can be mailed to you. And wouldn't that be great? If you're in another country, we will mail it to your country. If you're in Zimbabwe, we will mail you a postcard to Zimbabwe. It's that, it's that easy. All you got to do is just give us a favorable review or... Uh, and a five-star rating. But what if you said, like, oh, I already did that, and I want another postcard? Well, that's very easy, too. We want to do an episode or an issue in a few months from now where we're going to do a Q&A, and we're going to start reading the questions that we're accumulating in our Gmail account. And, uh, and we want to do a whole episode just based on your questions and our answers. And I think that will be a lot of fun. Two questions came in last week, so thank you. I'm not going to say who they are or what the questions are because I'm saving them for the show, and which will be interesting when we do it. Now, with that said, um, what else are you hearing us on? Or where else are you finding us? Are you finding us on the Twitter? Because we're there at TNWPod. Are you finding us on Facebook? Because we're there at um, Facebook slash Talking Wrestling. If you're going to send us a question, send it to our Gmail account, talkingwrestling at gmail.com. 
If you're listening to us on Spotify, give us a heart, give us a follow, subscribe to the show. We'd appreciate that. That would be awesome. Thank you. Also, I feel like I'm leaving one out. Uh, oh, yeah. On the old Instagram. Hey, on Instagram, we were at Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. That's the first place where each episode drops. Actually, that's not true. It's on iTunes. But then I put it up on, uh, usually on the Instagram very early on Thursday morning is uh, when you guys get it. Uh, or if you already subscribe, you get it as soon as it drops, usually around 12.01. So there we go. That is everything that you need to know about the show. Go do it now. Take the time. I won't go anywhere. I'll wait for you and, uh, you know, come right back and we'll get the show going. Okay. Yeah, that's me stalling. Hey, folks. Um, what's going on in wrestling in your life? Are you excited? Wrestling, we are on the road to WrestleMania. And uh, my GPS says we're not very far away from WrestleMania in New York City. Are you excited? Are you happy with the way the card's shaping up? Are you excited for the weekend? Are you going? What are you partaking? What does your WrestleMania include? These are all questions I would love to hear back. Like, what is your WrestleMania weekend? Is it just WrestleMania? You're like, what, you're going you're gonna to pussy out at 11 hours? Is that it? That's all you got in you is 11 hours, four-hour pre-show, and a six, seven-hour card? <laughs> Whatever, man. Or are you going to do the Hall of Fame the night before? Are you doing NXT? Are you going to see New Japan? Are you going to see the boys from We Watch Wrestling? Are you going to WrestleCon? What are you doing? Ah, I've never done any of these things, but um, I think my WrestleMania day has yet to come. Uh, now the show has to focus on SummerSlam as we're trying to get involved in as much with SummerSlam stuff as we can. Uh, maybe we might do a live show. Who knows what we, we might do. But SummerSlam is coming to Toronto. And uh, this is an opportunity for TNW to be seen and heard as well. As well as that, uh, June 15th, we've got a great card that um, I'm excited to go uh, in Kingston. Uh, Chinlock 5, great card. Uh, it's a collaboration with Chinlock Wrestling, Smash Toronto, and House of Hardcore with Tommy Dreamer. Uh, they are also doing a WrestleCon. Uh, I will be going to WrestleCon and meeting everybody that is at the WrestleCon because I paid for my VIP ticket. Uh, very excited. Going to get to meet the Brain Busters. Going to get to meet Bret Hart again. Um, Going to get to meet Tugboat, a.k.a. Shockmaster. Uh, Going to get to meet so many people. And uh, very excited about, um, about the, uh, yeah, Jimmy Hart. Going to get to meet him. I'm just totally excited. Wrestling right now is so great and whether you like the storylines or not um just go somewhere else if you don't like it instead of bitching about it if you don't like that baron corbin is wrestling kurt angle you know guess what nobody likes it i bitched about it last week i'll bitch about anything that has baron corbin in it even if he shows up at my corbin family reunion i'll bitch about that uh well maybe not we'd probably become best friends have a few beers and he'd be like, hey, what's it like being a real Corbin? I'm like, a winner? Um, pretty awesome. Pretty fucking awesome. So uh, with that said, um, still no answer from this call-in. Um, 
it's maybe I can get my roommate on the show. Although I'm planning to have him on the show after WrestleMania, because uh, he might be in watching WrestleMania now. He's always watching the network, unless there's a hockey game on. Then he'll be watching the hockey game. But uh, there's a Kenny Omega special on up here in TSN land. Up in Canada, there's a Kenny Omega special. It's airing tonight for the first time. Maybe go to tsn.ca. You might be able to find it down the States like that. It'll probably be on uh, YouTube by the morning. But, um, yeah, it's a really good special honoring Canadian heroes. And Kenny Omega is now one of those guys. And uh, the special uh, previously has done episodes on Larry Walker, a great baseball player, formerly of the Montreal Expos, Colorado Rockies, and uh, of Maple Ridge, B.C., and, of course, I think they've also done Donovan Bailey, who uh, was the fastest man in the world at one time, beating Michael Johnson in that great race. That Michael John- Remember when Michael Johnson said he was the fastest guy in the world? And it's always been the guy that wins the 100 meters. But Michael Johnson won the 200 meters, and all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I'm the fastest. I was like, well, why can't you be- win 100 meters? Because he's not the fastest. He's the fastest over 200 meters, but that's not 100 meters. That don't make him Carl Lewis. That don't make him Ben Johnson. And it sure as hell does not make him Donovan fucking Bailey. Now, with that said, Kenny Omega is the third special, and that's uh, airing tonight. So uh, that's going to be great. But, um, yeah, so, oh, wait. Before, oh, wait, this is exciting. I forgot to tell you people this. Did you know that we have advertising? Yeah, somebody wants to advertise on our show. Can you imagine that, people? You might have heard this the last few weeks. But if you haven't, well, get ready, get excited, because here we go. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? Then, for the hundreds at home that are listening, and the thousands around the world, uh, let's get ready to read it. And if you're not down with having ads on this show, we got two words for you. Ad revenue. Break it down. Hit it. Get excited for a muck. It's a limited series comedy podcast, 11 years in the making, in the style of old-timey radio theater. Amok! It takes a look at our planet in a post-utopia world and wonders what happens after we achieve economic perfection. And it's also got a goblin, ape judges, Bette Midler, and 300 billion worth of porno from the moon. That's pornography from the moon. Here's a quick trailer. Welcome to the Earth Empire. Voted. Best planet in a sweeping global ballot. What makes us so great? Money! That's right, lots of money. And we here at the Earth Empire Central Reserve make the planet's most versatile money money can buy. Support Earth's economy. Buy Earth money. Money. Oh, the choices you can have. The Earth Empire Central Reserve does not recommend not choosing money because that is one of the choices you do not have. Amok! It will be filled with wall-to-wall laughter and a little touch of sex and violence for the kids. Yeah. I'm really excited to hear what these guys got to come up with. 
but the folks making a muck are looking for your help to produce the podcast. Donate to the campaign for a muck at www.gofundme.com slash amok radio. That's amok radio. A-M-O-K radio. The site also has some of their previous work, so please go check it out. And thanks for your help. Amok! And that was a few words from the good people at Amok. Uh, hopefully you can help their cause, folks. Now we are waiting for my buddy just to wait. Hopefully, hopefully uh, he will... Oh. oh, hold on a second. Is that... Is that the phone? Is that the phone? Yeah, it sounds like the phone. Wait. Oh, I missed it. Call back, please. Call back. Hello? 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 Hello, hello, hello. I have someone. Oh, great! It's exactly who I thought it was. All right, Casey Corbin, throw to him in studio right now. Take it away. All right, at this time, uh, on the phone via telephone, I am talking to my good buddy <laughs> from the We Watch Wrestling podcast. Vince Averill is on the line. How you doing, Vince? Oh, I'm on the phone via the phone. Around the phone and in the phone. Always a pleasure, my man. Thank you for even considering me. Oh, and that's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. Um, so uh, I, I know everything's great with you. You guys, the show's thriving, and uh, you got WrestleMania coming up, and you got the, the big show sold out already in New York. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yep. Uh, what are your – are you guys doing the Hall of Fame as well? No. Um we will be at WrestleCon both days. If anybody didn't get tickets to the show and they still want to come by and see us and uh, pick up any of that limited merch. Um, no, our schedule is um, Thursday night we're doing the, um, the Hitchcock Memorial Show, which is the WrestleCon Super Show. And then um, Friday we've got Rev Pro, which has a bunch of the New Japan guys on it. It's British promotion and, and NXT. And then we're doing MSG um, on Saturday instead of the Hall of Fame. So that's the Ring of Honor New Japan and then Sunday we go to Mania. Okay, so yeah, because the NXT switched, so you still get to see the NXT show, which is uh, gearing yep. up to be fantastic. Like they're releasing some of the some of the uh, the lineups, and I mean the matches, and uh, they look. Yeah, those. Sweet. I mean, those NXT shows are batting a thousand. I mean, it's almost it's hard to even fathom one not being good. Yeah, Walter's coming back to North America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. The, the chop heard round the world. Yeah, exactly. It's very exciting. And, uh, yeah, and the Hall of Fame, it, it's too bad you're going to miss the Hall of Fame, but you can always watch it on the network. It's not a big deal. But uh, Yeah, you know. I feel like I don't, know who, I don't know who they could put in that would make me want to – after the last one we went to, they're really long, and, and some of it's fun, but, but a lot of it kind of drags, and I just like to, to be able to watch it you know, from the comfort of my couch. As opposed to going, uh, I am excited for some of the people who are going in this year for sure, though. Yeah, it's uh, I'm you know it's a great uh, lineup going in like, with the announcement the announcing of the Hart Foundation. It's like as the mm-hmm. Bret Hart fan now, I'm like, uh, 
well, they've got to be inducted in first on the card. They're going to set the tempo, and uh, that way, <laughs> that way, I don't want Booker T going in before Brett is a two-time. You know, it's like <laughs> I need Booker. I think Brett has to be the first two-timer because you know Sean and DX are going to headline it, so it doesn't matter. By the end of, of the night, there will be four uh, double, multiple Hall of Fame ring winners. But um, I think you mean I think you mean Hunter and DX. Oh, it's Hunter and DX. Oh, of course, Hunter and DX will headline. Um, <laughs> you, you said Sean. I just want to make sure we got it straight, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I thought Sean, you know, Sean will headline, but it, it's Hunter and Sean. I'm like, what well, did I say? Sean and DX? Am I still? Well, yeah, you said you said Sean and you said Sean and DX will will headline, and uh, you know he's a showstopper. But uh, but you better have Hunter's name on a marquee. Well, you know what? Last night I watched the. For some reason, uh, I got it in my head. I went on the network, and I was I was you know in Canada. The cheap is legal, so there's nothing wrong with what I'm doing. <laughs> Be judgmental as you may. Yep. It's our Canadian government. I love it. And uh, and I watched uh, the two survivors, the two Raws after Survivor Series that I went to, and uh, horrible. Though just both shows are horrible, <laughs> but it's it's very adamant that it's Shawn Michaels DX and Hunter is in this awkward phase where he doesn't know if he's still using his blue blood accent or if he's just going to start being Hunter. Like he can't, right. he couldn't decide what to do with his character because he didn't know really where his character was going. Um, yeah, and it's very interesting to see that. Also, on the commercial for it, they had uh, this sort of touches on what you what you talked about last week on your show about the uh, mm-hmm. the Baron. I mean the uh, the Braun Strowman uh, commercial with the car. Yeah. That came out before it actually happened. Right. Okay, so I'm watching this 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 raw from 90 the night after the screw job and uh Stone Cold is playing with his doll in the ring and for some reason they have a Vince McMahon doll who was just the commentator at the time and Stone Cold's like right. threatening to beat up the McMahon doll. And I was like this is mm. a really this is either a foreshadow to what's about to happen six months down the line, or um, they've you know they're really up on they're really going ahead with the storyline and they're just going to start selling it now, like they already want kids beating yeah. the, Mr. McMahon with Stone Cold dolls. So I don't well, know. did they did you see this week the Snickers commercial with Rude and um, Gable? Oh, where they keep yeah, where they keep knocking each other down, yeah, yeah. Both Matt and I weren't paying attention when it started, and we were like, "What the fuck?" And then only to realize that it was a commercial. We I both was, got fucking tricked. I was paying attention, but I was stoned, and okay. I was, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, first Lacey's walking to and from the ring all the time, and now this, you know." It's like <laughs> I'm constantly. I'm not one of the complaints about Raw because there are things I love, like. I want to. I wish I could get a shirt made up because you know I love ha- having tour dates on the back, and I yeah. want to get a Dean Ambrose. I'm going out on my back sh- the tour, and it's just <laughs> right. from the date where he announces he's leaving to now. It's just all the fucking jobs that he's doing. It's <laughs> yeah. It's like the Shield's like, do we want to get back together? And Dean's like, I'm kind of like taint, you know. It's yeah. 
Yeah. Going back to the Hall of Fame, though, have they announced any of the people who are doing the inductions? No, but there's a lot of rumors going around saying they're getting rid of the inductors. But I, oh. but I've heard from a reliable source that that's not true. So I don't. That would think... be weird. How would they do it? They just show a video and then they, the person will come out and give their speech. I mean, it's not like the inductors like go long. Really, they just sort of fucking do their thing, right? Look, at you're not going to induct Brutus the Barber Beefcake unless you have Hulk Hogan doing it for him. Like half. <laughs> I mean, he, he's got everything else for him. Why wouldn't he do that? Every every like the the part of the like. You know, part of the idea of having it, like, you're not going to get Bruno in there unless unless Arnold's inducting him. Like, that's how big right. it is. Like, it that's part of the uh, the dynamic of it, you know? And uh, sure, I, they take that away. I think they're making a huge mistake. And all because of what? A Mr. T speech went long and Hillbilly Jim went long. Well, just play them off like you do in the Oscars. Or send Kane out. Well, Kane would be great if they actually sent the Kane's music and then Kane just came out and <laughs> choked Sam. Like, why don't they do that? It's wrestling. <laughs> you know, you see. They're trying to be classy. The, 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 the least classy organization on the earth, maybe not the least, but yeah, close. Yeah. Uh, are trying to be classy one night. You know? Oh, they're trying to be so classy one night of the week. Like, seriously, come on. They wouldn't, wouldn't it be great if you have Dana Warrior giving one of her thankful speeches and then it goes long and then Kane comes out and just choke slams Dana Warrior. Yeah. I would like that. So with with uh with with Charlotte um taking the, the belt off Oscar uh on Tuesday, what yeah. does that does that do anything for you? Does well, it help you? It doesn't do anything for the match. Like there's no point it doesn't not it you know what? It just it is what it is. It sucks for Oscar fans. But, you know, they're just trying to get more eyes, I think, on the main event and get it as loaded up as possible. So sure. they're going to put belts on two of the girls, and and they're probably going to make it for both titles, and Becky's going to walk out with two belts at the end of the night. And uh, yeah. and that's the way it's going to go. And then I'll tell you the way it's going to go. Ronda's going to disappear. And the next night, um, I think you're going to see – the other three horsewomen come in and put a beating on Becky and maybe Becky and Charlotte, you know, being led by Shayna mm. Brazler because she's got to come up sooner or later. And now she won't, yeah. she'll be there to avenge Rousey's loss. I, I honestly think that would be uh, kind of like Owen did. I when think Brett, that makes when Brett, le when Brett left, yeah. you know, so it almost makes too much sense to have happen. Well, that's what I'd like to see, but you never know. No, I, I think that's great. That that that's perfect. That's that's great booking. But I, that's why I don't think it'll happen. But well, who knows? We'll see what we're, we're going to have to see what happens with that. But I we're going to have to, man. That's why I have no choice in the matter. I've got bigger questions. So, like for example, um, <laughs> I've been watching some Money in the Bank matches lately, and I mm -hmm. and, and uh, it seems to me like yes, the Money in the Bank briefcase guarantees you a shot at the title. But uh, there must be stipulations in there where it uh, states that if you cash it in on a non-scheduled date, it might be at the referee's discretion. Because they always come down and they have to beg the referee to take the cash in. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah. I, it and does, I, it... yeah, maybe this is a question for Jimmy Corderas, 
But I would be like, at, at one point, I just see like the ref like, no, nope, this match was already long enough. Um, I only get paid for one match. The, there's no scheduled referee sanctioned for something like this tonight. And I'm yeah. tired, and I'm just not I'm not allowing the cash in. And the ref walks out, and then it's... Well, I think it always, a lot of times, it looks like the referee has never seen the briefcase before. They hand it to him, and they're sort of, like, stuck there on it for a minute going, like, wait, so what, why, what, who is this? Why is this? Oh, my God. Uh, but that's uh, another what? funny thing I was thinking, though, and besides the cash outs, was I was watching the old Raws. And they have the raw is war starting the the, the war zone and the, on, where they're on the top right. And at the start, you see Ahmed Johnson, and he's walking to the ring, but there's fencing everywhere, and he's like beating up the fence. And I was like, <laughs> I said to my roommate, I was like, I said I watched a uh, shoot interview with that fence, and he said uh, Ahmed Johnson works really stiff. Dude, everybody does that. Add, does shoots from the Attitude Era? That's my point. Oh yeah, no, I mean the the fence is actually done uh, one with two different people. There's one you can get on YouTube. One you you have to pay for. <laughs> now, and don't even start me on the fucking the house from in your house. That that fucker. No, uh, no, no, full no. Full of shit. But he had a lot of stories. Exactly. It was, and uh, oh my god, it was so funny. Uh, I also came up with this theory. This is a, also a good uh, analogy I thought of one week. Um, I said, I don't know if Hunter Hearst Helmsley or Triple H or whoever. First of all, I don't even know if he's the face or the heel in his WrestleMania match. I can't figure out what's going on with that. But um, yeah, he comes out and he's like holding a sledgehammer, but he's the face. Like okay, you know I don't I don't get it. But anyways, I thought no. I mean that whole that whole thing has been very strange. But I think that when it's convenient, now it's you know oh those those are old tropes. We don't we don't deal in in that anymore. Like it's just you are who you are, and, and people decide. Well, <laughs> which I, has always been great for the movie business. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it just it just it's so weird. It's so weird because they're always the bad guys, and now he's trying to be the good guy. And we don't know what's going on. I'm expecting a swerve. I'm expecting Flair is going to be involved with Batista mm. or something, you know, because he's like, you tried to bury yeah. me, Hunter. Because I think Flair's been on uh, good enough behavior. Uh, he's definitely been off the mm -hmm. fly. Is he still on the no-fly list? Or has he been off of that for a while? Well, I mean, he hasn't. I haven't. I have not, you know, he hasn't been around enough. I, I do sort of worry about his faculties. You know, putting him in a, in a situation where he has to, you know, do something at a specific moment yeah. in a specific way. I just don't know if he has that in him. But um, I, I, I would certainly, I'll, I'll, I'll welcome him at MetLife Stadium if I see his ass for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he, yeah, it's gonna be great. Like I just, I just think I don't know. Maybe he'll come out with Batista. Maybe there'll be a, a Shield. I mean, uh, an Evolution. Uh, reunion, but maybe against Hunter. Um, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Like, wouldn't that be great if Batista and Flair are there, and Hunter's like not even thinking, and then out of nowhere, RKO. Like, uh, the place yeah. would pop like more than the Shield. I would believe any Shield reunion. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know. But anyways, I was thinking about Hunter. Was um, I always thought of NXT as Hunter? Hunter. Um, this is this is Hunter. His vision of the indies, what he thinks the indies are, and uh, yeah. 
and and I and then I thought, does Hunter even understand what the term indie wrestling is? Because I think he yeah like because indie wrestling stand indie stands for independent, where I think Hunter thinks it stands for Indiana Jones, as in he can just go in, <laughs> take all the talent and steal it, and then go back to where he's from and say he claimed to found it. You know, this belongs in a museum. Yeah, that's like Indiana Jones does. So you know, I just uh, that's my analogy on Hunter. He he thinks indie wrestling is for Indi- like Indiana Jones, not independent wrestling. He's like, no, it's okay. I was really hoping that they were going to finally do you know a Japanese style exploding ring barbed wire light tube fiasco for Shane, and and I can't imagine he didn't pitch it. But here we are again. It's no holds barred. We know he's going to do something. But I was really hoping they were going to let him blow himself up on TV. Well, Shane and the Miz, yeah, you never know. But maybe they're going to have him ascend from a helicopter uh, during the fucking show or something like that. <laughs> he he jumps out of a helicopter in his wingsuit. He one of those wingsuits that just flew over L.A. last week. <laughs> yes. You're like a flying squirrel. Yeah, he'd be like a flying squirrel. Exactly. A flying squirrel Hebner. So, um yeah, that's crazy, crazy, crazy. So what else? Uh, now, off-topic wrestling. Uh, yeah. I know one thing's for sure. After spending many of days poolsiding with you, eating pizza yep. in October, <laughs> uh, I know yep. you like a good Motley Crue song as much as the next Motley Crue fan. And uh, did you see The Dirt yet on Netflix? I have not seen it. I did, uh, you know, beyond the, you know, I've had, People tell me it's great. I've had people say that they didn't like it for different reasons. But the, who, wait, wait, the, the wait, wait, only wait, real wait, venom. What, what, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Who's saying they didn't like it? And what reasons are there for this <laughs> catastrophe? <laughs> I think that some people who really enjoyed that book thought that it was like a little corny. But I, I, I really don't know. I haven't seen it. But, but the only people who really had venom were the people who were upset that uh, Tommy Lee was wearing a Hulkamania shirt in 1981. <laughs> I know. I, I read. I <laughs> That's saw the that. only complaint I've really true. Yeah. I, I, and I like how uh, Matt McCarthy put it, the flames on that by just saying Hulkamania was around in 81 in, in the AWA. <laughs> and because I saw someone post that on the, on the, on the WWW universe uh, forum. And I was like, Hulkamania yeah. was alive and well in AWA. I'll have you. Just not with that logo, you know. And I was like, no, there was there there is there is other scenes too in it, like uh, the first big concert, and they're about to do this big concert, and the girl in the front row is wearing a girls 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 tour T shirt. Nah, that that's not right. Come on, it's your fr- they haven't even signed yeah. the record label yet, and you've already got your fifth record uh, j- shirt on her. Come on, fourth record. Sorry, my bad. How was that Kiss show? Oh, that Kiss show is is uh, fantastic. It was so entertaining. The set list I really enjoyed. Like, obviously, um, there are little songs I'd like to take out and put in, but uh, mm-hmm. as a whole, uh, just their as far as their stage show and what it's doing, it's the most elaborate stage show they've ever had. They just have almost too much okay. at certain times. It's just yeah. like. Oh boy, do we need a a snake breathing fire behind Gene Simmons for no reason at all? But yeah, because he yeah. sells those after each show, so they have to be on the stage. Um, so, 
who did they have an opener like a painter or something? Yes, they had a painter, and this guy he basically does three paintings, maybe four paintings, three paintings, like giant works of like portraits, giant works of paint to music. Yeah. So the first one he did was uh, he does Angus Young to ACDC, and it's amazing. And then because we were in Canada, he did Gord Downey to the Tragically Hip, and it's amazing. And he, you know, I thought this was just Montreal because this is a very French thing to do. Like, you know, have like yeah. a, a painter as you're uh, doing uh, painting, <laughs> like Frenchie Martin up there <laughs> splashing paint around. Yeah. You know, and it, and the, it, the only reason the only reason that I knew that they had a painter is because uh, Tony Erba, who is a, a guy from Cleveland, who's a, a, an old school wrestling fan, but he's also been in a bunch of bands like Face Value and Gordon Soley Motherfuckers and whoever. But he's one of the funniest guys on Facebook, and he was sort of like just putting stuff up while he was at the show in Cleveland, and he made the joke that that painter guy had been asking, trying to get his uh, passing a bucket around because Gene and Paul wouldn't validate his parking. Is that for real? Oh no, because he's a painter bucket. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> well, just because like the, the joke is that they, they're probably not he's, saying the opener or something. You well, know, but, not only that, um, he, his act is very buskery, like one hundred percent busker festival. Yes, so the passing the yeah. hat around is a, it's a great double entendre on that joke because yes, they're probably not paying him, and B yeah, uh, yeah, but he's donating as I understand donating a pair the. The paintings you can bid on them after the show, and I think the money goes mm. to charity, which might be him. But um, uh, but that's very interesting. I was making jokes after the show, like where they're all coming down on their risers, and all of a sudden Paul's yeah. like, Paul's like, Gene, your face paint is already dripped over here, and I haven't cut off my lift yet. And he'd be like, I swear it was from the guy before. <laughs> So, uh, will you be watching any non WWE events uh, next week during the festivities in and around New York? Um, in and around New York, the, any of the festivities will I be watching? Yes. Um, I just mean like MLW or Evolve or you know uh, any of that stuff. As much as I can, I know if MLW has yeah. something, I'll usually watch that. Um, it would be great. Yep. If they can invade the Hall of Fame while the Hart Foundation's being nominated by getting inducted, <laughs> and they go in and do a run in yep. on Natty and Brett, uh, very you know, <laughs> I would think that would be great. Um, Teddy's like, hold my cat, um, hold my cat, hold my cat. But uh, yeah, I'll be wa- I'll definitely watch all the wrestling, WrestleMania, uh, take over everything, and then whatever else yeah. I can find, I will watch. Um, you'll have to let me know about the Ring of Honor show because, uh, you know, I'm a, I have no idea who's even wrestling on that show. I just hear rumors that Kenny Omega might show up on it. So, who knows? Well, they they announced the whole card. I I don't I would I would be surprised at this point. Uh, but but you never know. You, you never say never, man. It's Mania week. All the eyes of the wrestling world will be in the New York, New Jersey area. Oh yeah, and like. Oh my God! How many people do you know that are upset about about uh, Silent Live being involved with a battle royal? Is that good is, Lord? People, I can't believe people. We were are just upset about this. I'm like, there's we, a history of because, it because because we we came up around those guys. We were just talking today. Matt was like, "What if I told you in you know 2010 
that uh, those two those two guys right there, not only are they going to be weekend update, which is which would be fine and believable, but they're also going to be involved in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal at some point. <laughs> hey, it's insane. Like I well, so you know that Michael Che is a is a big wrestling fan, right? He's a nerd. Definitely, definitely, and, I, and we I didn't know that back then, but I we have since run into him at shows when we were in New York. Yeah. So that's where I sort of became aware that he was, but yeah. And this is what I say, like what I'm saying is like to anybody who doesn't get it, um, like I said, Andy Kaufman uh, was criticized for wrestling by Hollywood and wrestling. And in one night he took Jerry Lawler onto a show called David Letterman and made Jerry Lawler a household name. And I was like, the right. WWE did not initiate that. Nobody initiated it. The fan, the wrestling fan and Andy Kaufman initiated it. And I think that's the case in a lot of these things. Like Drew Carey, his people probably reached out to the WWE. They made some sort of but these are wrestling fans who were comedians living out like look at if I if I had the fame and if I had the money and if I was in the position to make a deal with the WWE where I can be involved in some sort of storyline angle yeah I would do it in a heartbeat you know like screw mm-hmm. I'll kill the business in a second you know like who ca- <laughs> who cares and like that's what this is these are guys that are getting to live out their dreams like John Stewart did yeah. and like Drew Carey has and like Andy Kaufman Kevin did. Federline Kevin Federline anybody who who <laughs> Dylan look at look at if if Dylan McKay if Luke Perry god bless him if he was not a wrestling fan and if he was not involved with the WWE and didn't get to bring his little son with him to see these giant wrestlers we might not have Jungle Boy today you know, we might not know who Jungle Boy is. We might not even know who he is. He looks like Diane Canyon's kid. You know, that hair is amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, right. um, but hey, we can wind this up soon. Uh, you got to see the dirt number one. Um, I'm gonna do it. It's uh, it's it's uh, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, they don't tackle the the Tom and Pam stuff. But my attitude towards that is. Tommy was actually the whole band was on hiatus during a lot of that. You know, Vince was yeah. doing surreal life. Um Mick was nowhere to be found. And then Tommy when he did come back, he didn't come back right away because a girl filled in for him on a tour. So I don't even right. think he was actually in crew when he was de- like look he's always been in crew, but I don't think the Pam and I just think what they tackle in the movie is a good example of what happened with that they you know it's not like queen it's not all over the place it's fairly direct they hit yeah. the, they hit the points that you need to hit um yeah and uh, they do a good job at it at it and it's a netflix movie remember that so don't expect great acting like you look at pete davidson is just pete davidson in the movie i can't take my like <laughs> at no point do i think he's right. anything else but pete davidson but um I think it's a brilliant movie nonetheless, and uh, there are a few scenes I would have liked to seen in it, but the fact is, if you include the the Moscow-Russia Peace Festival, uh, you got to film yep. a whole concert, and then you got to hire a bunch of lookalikes to be the band members of other bands. They don't have the budget for it. So, you Nikolai know, Volkov. Nikolai Volkov has to sing the national anthem every time. 
Oh, my lord. So, um, who are you hoping for WrestleMania? What's your biggest? What's your first? Or we'll just say, what's the best match you're looking forward to, and uh, and and what what, what what the end result? Dude, um, you know, I think I think the um, Kofi and Brian match is going to be awesome, and I think there's actually some some heat, so that should be cool. The crowd should be up for that. Um, you know, I think that women's match uh, is it's going to be awesome, and uh, and I um, it looks like they actually are going to put it on last. You know, because you can call shit main event and then not put it on last in the WWE's world. Well, they've announced. They've announced that it's going last. Okay, so my so. point being that that's going to be great, and everyone is fired up for that. And I think that it's also a a, uh, a fail safe because even though you know this Rollins thing is a different animal, there's still a chance the crowd shifts on Brock, and if that does happen, then you at least have a, a main event that people are looking forward to that you know uh, going on last, but. Um, I'm just gonna. Anytime I get to be at WrestleMania, it's it's a thing, and um, and I'm happy for it. I just hope it doesn't rain. I just bought a rain suit in case it does, because uh, I started to hear that it might. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I'm just looking forward to being at WrestleMania again. You know. Well, with that said, I will say this: that I have made it. It's my. I've already made it my. What my Cree? I don't know if that's a thing. Or my creed. I don't know if that's a thing. I've made it my mission. I've well, not mission. I've decided that um, next year's WrestleMania in Tampa Bay uh, will be my first WrestleMania because uh, Tampa Bay's in. A, I love it. It's a down south. It's in a good time zone. Put it's it, not an expensive flight. Put it in ink, baby. And put uh, it in ink. It, oh, it's it's gonna be carved in stone. In friggin' by hand, I'm gonna go to Ronnie, rugged, rugged Ronnie Garvin. I'm gonna have to have. I'm gonna have his hands, which are hands of stone, to carve it in stone. Do it. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and I, I love it, man. I will look forward to seeing you there. Cause uh, I love that arena. I mean, not arena. I love that stadium. I love the pirate. Yep. The the cannons, and uh, I'm and that's something that's totally doable within my wheelbarrow. So um, yeah. So with that awesome. said, that that's my announcement on this show. Also, uh, two things before I let you go. Number one, thank you so very much uh, for everything that you said on your podcast regarding the uh, the Canadian comedians' fight against um, big, big, big funny. I guess we yeah. could call it. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yes. Uh, you know. Big unfunny. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I listen to you guys weekly, and then uh, you know, I got kind of emotional, even though everything and everything ha- was resolved so quickly with the, with regards to that whole situation but well, you good. know just uh your support and your wife's support uh as well you know when you went on the show and said out said that that night and then uh what you said in the podcast as well uh thank you it's, you know meant so much to me and to a lot of people so thank you for that um <laughs> you know see somebody from your your show to like post on uh, the, uh, the Twitter, like I guess it's been resolved, and they, you know, to see that your reader, your, your listeners took an interest in what was going on, uh, that right. was also great. Uh, number two, uh, thank Georgia for the shout out when she mentioned Yumi and Jesse, and uh, the way we talk with our northern slang, 
and uh, <laughs> <laughs> on this show because I've actually heard from like about six or seven people from New Zealand or England mm-hmm. or even Edmonton, mm-hmm. but that I haven't heard from in a while. They're like, you got a shout out on the show, you know? So, uh, yeah. so that is, uh, it's very funny and, uh, and I, and I absolutely loved it. And uh, that's pretty much it. Thanks for uh, coming oh, yeah. today and uh, having us a super chat. You got my back and I got yours, dude. Yeah. Uh, always a pleasure. And I will talk to you soon. And uh, hopefully we cross paths, man. Oh, I'm sure it won't be long. I'm sure it won't be long at all. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Where can we? Uh, well, we all know where we can find you. Just plug it before we uh, <laughs> before I let you go. Uh, yeah, just just Vince Aver on Twitter, Vince Aver on Instagram, um, and next week all over New York, baby. So uh, come say hello and um, fucking let's do it. The anvil's going in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, have all a right, great one. Peace. You too, man. Thanks. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. 